I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from Psalm 119.89. Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Psalms 119.89. Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by Timber Creek Dog Supply, our go-to for everything hunting dog related. Timber Creek has been in the dog supply business for 20 years and supports multiple tree and running dog organizations. Check them out at TimberCreekSupply.com or on Facebook at Timber Creek Dog Supply. We'd like to take this time to thank Mr. Jeff Island with the Ground Floor Landscape Supply for his support in the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. Thank you. Hey guys, we'd like to thank Precision Aluminum Fabrication for their support in sponsoring the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. Precision Aluminum Fabrication is located in Amit, Louisiana. You can contact them through their Facebook page at Precision Aluminum Fabrication or their website at www.precisiondogbox.com. They specialize in custom aluminum welding from custom dog boxes, aluminum water tanks, aluminum toolboxes, all built to the customer's request. They guarantee the best price on the market without giving up top quality work. If you're in the market for a new dog box, give them a shout. Leave them a message on Facebook or precisiondogbox.com. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your name, and you know how you got to start fooling with these dogs. My name's Travis Powers. Man, I really don't know what got me started. Uh, my uncles and great uncles and stuff hunted, and none of them ever really had anything to do with me. My family was into race cars and stuff, and my grandfather logs, and he had a little car lot and stuff going. And one day, I just asked him, I said, Pap, can I have a coon dog? And he said, what do you want one of them for? I said, I don't know. And I, I was probably about seven then. And I remember every day I would ask him, can I have a coon dog? Can I have a coon dog? Can I have a coon dog? He'd always say, no. You know, he with that. And one day there's a guy down the road named Roger Matters. He stopped because he had a sawmill. And he stopped and was shooting a bull with my papa. And I said, Roger, you take me coon hunting with you. He said, you got a dog? And I said, no. He said, do you want a dog? And I said, yeah, more than anything. And he said, I'll be back in 30 minutes. <laughs> Dang. I said, I, I said, okay. Well, he come, he showed up and had this puppy. And uh, the English-looking puppy and wouldn't register. Yeah, well, Roger was sitting there talking to Papa about some, some post timber. And uh, so I asked him about that pup. Or I asked him about hunting tonight. And he asked if I had a dog. And I said, no. And he said, give me about 30 minutes. I'll be back. Well, he just lives right on the road. So he ran home, got that pup, and brought it back to me. And he told me, he says, well, come get me every, you know, two nights a week, which was Friday night and Saturday night. So I was just longing for the ride from then on. And, man, I didn't, I didn't, as a young kid, I didn't realize who all I was hunting with, you know. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was hunting with Mike Begley and, and Jerry Raines and 
and these guys and Dillard Angel and you know these guys as a kid you know and, and very well known people around where I live because they pack good dogs and uh, man I just didn't have no clue and one night I was probably about I'd hunted four or five years at this time and, and just know these guys you know and they was just normal people to me and one night as a guy called me and he said buddy he said let's go coon hunting he said I want to check your check your dog out and I said well I ain't got nothing you know I just got a dog that trees coons and he said, no, he said, I've heard all about it. You know, I want to go check your dog out. I said, well, let's go. I said, you got to come get me. He said, why do I got to come get you? I said, I'm only, I said, I'm only 12. I said, I don't drive. I said, you got to come get me. He said, well, I ain't buying no dog off a 12-year-old kid. And I said, my dog ain't for sale. Right. <laughs> and he said, yeah, he said, I want, I want to try a dog out. So he come. I said, we'll go back here behind the house. He showed up, and we turned that dog loose. And he had two or three dogs at one and a list of stuff he was telling me. Well, my dog just beat it every which way, and he said, but he said, I'll trade you these two dogs for yours. I said, well, I wouldn't take your two dogs for $500 for mine. I said, I'd be trading down. <laughs> that, that, that bit me, because I ended up drawing that guy at the Kentucky Hounsland Hunt one time, and he scratched me. Oh, <laughs> and I know really? that's why, because I remembered him. Yeah, I remembered him. <laughs> so you, you told him, I mean, you were just being honest, an honest kid at 12 years old. I mean, yeah, Oh man, I mean, all I know about it was is you you pulled this magnet out of this collar and put it on the dog, and when you turn this other thing on, it go beep 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 around, and man, that's and if you went in there and your dog had a coon, that's great, and if not, you got you corrected it and moved on, you know, and that's all I know. I didn't know anything about it, and and I was really about probably about fifteen or sixteen before anybody ever showed me about training a dog. I didn't didn't have my I just going hunting. And to be honest, when that, when I first got that puppy, I'd go by myself. I didn't know I had to turn it loose from the lead. I just leave it on the lead and walk it through the woods. <laughs> really? You just <laughs> I didn't. you just had no clue. I mean nobody in your family I guess hunted coons and stuff. Well, well my, my great grandpa and my my papa's brothers and stuff, they all hunted and my cousins hunted, but man, they never did anything with me. Right. So I don't I don't know what got me into it, man. It's just been a burning purple passion of mine ever since I, I remember reading where the red fern grows in seventh grade for an assignment and everybody, nobody knew anything about what was going on in that book and i was like i know all about this i do this every night <laughs> man i look I, yeah i get it i mean that was what you know in that book you know just to give it you know touch on that that book really i mean it was probably you know a heck of an influence on on, on a lot of people you know yeah absolutely it was <laughs> It, I know I know people that has won a lot of hunts and packs really good dogs today simply because they read that book in middle school. That's right. That's exactly right. So you started coon hunting, and 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 that's where you got your passion for these these tree dogs. I'm assuming you uh. That's it. You um. So how did you uh? I mean, I guess did you tell us about you know some of those coon dogs that you uh you know that you handled and, and owned and stuff did you ever did you ever go like to any you know world hunts and stuff man i, I did i just never had no luck um i got i got to hunting with a guy named lee mullins from london and lee hunted with ronnie house they call him ram and one night me and lee and ram went up to Waddy, kentucky and he had four or five different people handling them dogs and i had a dog he wanted and i said I said, Ram, the only way I'll sell it is if I get to, I get to handle it. And he said, you, you can't handle for me. He said, you, you ain't got the nerve. He said, I put too much pressure on you. 
I said, I said, I put too much pressure on you like that, which, which you couldn't, you just couldn't pressure him. And, uh, so anyway, he ended up buying my dogs and we, we kept, pre we kept pleasure hunting and, and stuff. And he said, when are you going to take a dog to hunt? And I said, we ain't ready. He said, he is, he's past ready. I said, no, he's not ready. And, uh, I said, well, he's yours. I said, when do you want me to take him? He said, tomorrow night, summer shade. Well, of course, time I got off work and stuff and got out there, I'd missed the deadline. So I hunted a little bit with Timmy Trowball and called Timmy. I said, Timmy, can I come in here and go hunting? At this time, Timmy had the dozer dog. I had won quite a bit and throwed a lot of good dogs. There's black and tan looking. I call them preacher color. A lot of people call them high tan or whatever. <clears throat> he, had a, he had a whole daggone barn full of dogs. So I went down there and I just wanted to check this dog in the crowd because him and his dad turned loose five and six dogs, you know. So I got down there and drive on down to him and we go hunting. And we turn hey, this pack, look like we was fox hunting, turn this pack of dogs loose. And the dog I was hunting for ram shot across this field and went in there just blasting her like one should. Timmy said, well, what, what's that dog? I said, well, I, said, I sold him to, to Ronnie and, and stuff. I just kept him in my hunting and he said, he said, well, that's a good piece. That's a good dog. And I said, well, you've just seen it blast across this field. He said, but there ain't nothing ever come here hunted like that. I said, well, and I went up tree and three or four coons and, and a piece, you know, and, which is a pretty good hunt for this area because we, this whole part of the state ain't got me any coons. And get done at night and he said, you, you tell that guy that owns that dog, I want to buy it. I said, well, he'll sell it. I said, you better not want me to tell him that because he will sell it to you. And Timmy says, no, you just tell him. Anyway, they couldn't get a deal worked out. And I kept going there and hunting with Timmy. And I'd go to these hunts, these local hunts and stuff. And I never did crack open a pro hound hardly. And one day I cracked open a pro hound. And I didn't realize that I'd won 600 and something dollars. And somebody called me and they said, hey, man, you need to look at the pro hound. He said, uh, he said you got Ram's dog sitting forth in the state. I said, really? So I called Ram, I said, hey, Ram, I said, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting in the state. He said, yeah, he said, I, I've been keeping track of it. He said, I need you to go to Michigan. This was during, right up to your time Michigan Madness. And I said, go to Michigan? He said, yeah, you need to go to Michigan. <laughs> I said, I can't go to Michigan. <laughs> I, ain't got no, I ain't got no time off for that. He said, yeah, it's a whole week. He said, you need to go. I said, babe, I ain't got time for that. I said, you're going to have to go. I said, I can't. Get somebody else to go. I said, I can't do it. He said, yeah, you're going. He said, it's, it's Saturday. You bring my dog to me. I said, well, I have your dog up there right here in about two hours. <laughs> so I took it up there. And then me and Mike Bagley split on a dog, and I hunted it some and took it to some hunts. And, and then I ended up getting another dog. It was out of the dozer dog. I gave $700 for it and hunted the, hunted the hide off of it. And he ended up being a pretty nice dog. But he just didn't have no luck. The dog would dominate for 45 minutes, and then he'd just fall apart. And I couldn't figure out what, why he would do that. But I was hunting by himself four to five nights a week. And even if I went with somebody, I turned my dog by, by himself. They turned theirs and done their own thing. We met up in the middle and moved or come home. And, but what I had done, I wasted a lot of money, not smart enough to realize that whenever the time about that length of time in the hunt other dogs was kind of getting bottled together and he couldn't he couldn't handle no pressure 
and in my mind, I had as, as good a, a cone tree and dog that was bulletproof, but he wasn't. And so I wasted gobs and gobs of money. And and that's what got me disheartened with the coon hunting and made and pushed me more into first it was beagles and then I got these old squirrel dogs and I've been there ever since. Right. So here's when you when you transitioned into the squirrel dogs and stuff because uh, you was fooling with the hound the coon hounds and what was they just packing up? Is that what got you? Yeah. He he just that dog. I mean I put I invested everything I could invest in that dog and it, I didn't understand why. He would dominate for 45 to 50 minutes in a hunt, and then he would he would lose it in another 45 minutes, or even if his arm hunt in 10 to 15 minutes, he would plumb lose the hunt. Just man, it discouraged mine or something. I guess. Yeah, yeah, man, he couldn't he couldn't take no dogs around him, and and everybody has told me it was my own fault for not hunting him with other dogs, and I, and I guess maybe it's true because I I've seen these squirrel dogs I've raised. Like, I take them by myself, and I can kill four or five squirrels. And then I'd take them with, like, Wade or somebody. Well, heck, they'd have four or five squirrels on me like and make me look like a fool, you know. And, and they're all like, well, where's all these squirrels at your tree? I'm like, I guess in the tree <laughs> because my dog ain't under them. <laughs> and, and then I started hunting. The more I started hunting with people, I, I guess I should say I hunted to get to escape people because of my job and I deal with the public all day, every day. And that was my escape from it. And so I quickly learned if I was going to do this, I had to hunt with people and I had to learn to enjoy it because it's miserable to me to go with four or five people because it, it drives me nuts. There's too much happening around, you know? Oh, I get it. <clears throat> so, so that's, so how did you, where I'm at with that. <laughs> so you got into, uh, so you got you a squirrel dog. How'd you, would you, how'd you start there? Would you start out with there? Well, I'll give you a backstory on that. We really got a squirrel dog because my cousin Danny had the stretch dog, and my cousin Jason was was tied in with Danny, and, and they raised all these stretch dogs. And that's all I heard for years was Devil's Creek stretch, Devil's Creek stretch, all blah blah blah. And so the Hummer dog come on the scene, and I, I was watching, you know, and. Maynard was packing Hummer and was winning everything. And I was listening to Danny and Jason talk about how they was winning. And, and I was like, well, you can't be winning everything because you, everything I get, full cry or everything I look at on the internet, it's Hummer. It's, it's Hummer this, Hummer that, Hummer, Hummer, Hummer. I told him, I said, I'm going to get me a Hummer putt and I'm going to show you what's up. Well, Danny looked at me and he said, he said, I wish you would. He said, just go against the grain. <laughs> I said, well. I said, man, I, I just I don't get tired of hearing this about this stretch dog, and I and I had never even been an <laughs> stretch, I'd never yeah. even been with them. Stretch, he's out of Apache, right? Yes, right. yeah, That's and, what I, and I I never hunted with Stretch, but I was rabbit hunting on the family property. Jason and Danny pulls in. I'm like, man, there ain't no squirrels back there, because I I would still hunt for squirrels, you know. And I said, man, there ain't no squirrels back there. Danny looked at me and said, you just shut up. He said, I'm gonna kill. Him a dozen today. I said, you ain't going to kill a dozen there. I said, man, that's that's a desolate area for squirrels. I said, ain't none in there. He, said, he looked at me and laughed. He said, we treat 10, 12 in there every every day. I said, you're lying. <laughs> well, me and, my, me and my dad was rabbit hunting, and we just kept on rabbit hunting. And we'd kill a few rabbits, and I'd listen. Man, I'd hear that dog in there just hammering. I, and man, my, the hair on my arm would stand, and then, chapow. <laughs> I thought, well, man, every time that, bar that dog barks, you know, they're killing a squirrel. 
and that was that was really the only time I was ever close to stretch in the woods. And, and I thought, man, I, here I've run my mouth, and I don't think I can compete with that because that dog has got to be wicked. <clears throat> so they come out, and they said, how many rabbits you killed? And I told them, and I said, how many squirrels you killed? And he said, 14. I said, ain't no way. I said, man, are you serious? And he said, yeah. And I said, man, you, I couldn't walk on that in six weeks and kill it many squirrels. <laughs> he said, you got to get a dog. I about died, you know. I thought, man, here I run my mouth, and I'm going to have to get this Hummer pup, and I'm and I've got to show him what's up. And I thought, man, I can't do it. He's just too good of a dog. So I ended up with a female out of Baker's Black Smoke and Jukebox Hope, and she was she had a lot more nose than she had brains at first. So. Me and Ralph and Ralph Jones and Wade Walker started hunting together, and Spider is is as complete as a, a squirrel dog as you can find because she's just level-headed and she does her thing. and And I noticed that the more I hunted with her, the better my dog got. And so I told Wade one day, I said, "Wade, he hunts every day." And I said, "Man, won't won't you take my dog and just hunt her for a week?" And I said, "Do you tell me what it what you want at the end of it?" And I said, "You tell me your opinion of her, and just just let's just go from there." And he said, "No." He said, "I'm not a dog trainer." He said, "He said Spider trained herself." He said, "I, I didn't have much to do with it." And he said, "I'm not the guy for that." So I thought, "Well, I'm going with you." <laughs> so I ended up calling a couple of days off work, and I went with him four or five days that week, and I I was noticing. You know, I would mimic, I would make her mimic how Spider operated, and I, I was blowing her down with a shot collar and, and stuff, and just making her clearing up all them bad habits. And, and about three weeks of that, and I had a squirrel tree and dog. So that you, you got her attention for sure. Yeah, well, and then I had her for a year and a half or something, and life happens. My wife got pregnant with my little boy. And, She's having a lot of complications. We spent a month and a half up in Lexington, Kentucky, at the hospital, and, and it was just one thing after another. And Les Hart had got half of her. We bred her to Dudley, his the dog he had. One thing kind of went to another, and I ended up selling her. And then I had a bunch of sorry dogs, and then I got a pretty good one again. And now I've got Damon. And that's kind of the circle of it. Yeah, I had, uh, you know, I've drawn Demon or, you know, David Hillman, who lives not 30 minutes from me. He had him at one time. Yeah. Man, I really, man, that dog is something. I, that That's kind of what got me wanting and starting him and Boss Man. When David had both of those, that's really how I knew that that's the kind of dog that I liked and wanted to hunt. Something that you, there was no nonsense, get gone, get treated somewhere in this country and, you know. I just wanted them to act like coon hounds that I've hunted in the past, you know, during the day. That's what I wanted. If I was going to competition hunt, I felt like that gave me my best chance at, at uh, you know, competing and stuff. I just did. And uh, I really, I mean, I bought jamming bow puppies, you know, and stuff like that. And some of them did, some of them didn't. But I've always liked that line of dogs. They got big, big, big mouths and uh, go hunting and, you know, a heart and, and drive that, that really – I liked in a dog, so. Man, he if he had, if he would run his own squirrel off, it's on him what the dog would have won. I get it. Uh, I've seen that. You know, he yeah, you're exactly right because he will flat. You know, he he does that. You know, it's I don't know. If, 
you know, how you break that. I mean, I guess it's not now you ain't gonna break him, but I'm glad he don't throw it in his puppies. Um, that was that was the one thing that whenever I, whenever I got him, uh, which whenever I first started hunting him, he was still Chuck's, and I ended up with the milkman dog, and Chuck wanted it because it was out of tank and Skeeter, and I told him I said, man, I don't. I said, milkman's a good dog, and I said, I, I like him, and and I enjoy hunting the dog. I said, but man, he ain't he ain't demon, and I said, demon's got a little age on him. I said, but man, I hunt him right side by side, and I said, I'm telling you, you're you're trading, but I, I wouldn't trade. I said, but I will trade with you if if that's what you want to do. And so we worked out a deal. He got milkman, and I got demon, and man, I've been tickled ever since. Uh, I was afraid though that that vine shaking and gnawing was something he would throw on, but there, there's none of the pups that he's had since he's been at my house that, that's done that. And man, I am thankful because the last time me and Wade took him hunting, he was probably four foot up on this vine, <laughs> swinging like like Tarzan. <laughs> I walked in and just as the squirrel was about to ride out and, and knocked it out to him. I told Wade, I said, man, I said, this dog would have been, you could have never bought this dog if he wouldn't run his own squirrel off. I Which mean, Wade's taken quite a bit. He, he told me the same thing. He said, he's run off 30 or 40 for me. Well, that's true. You know, that's true because, like I said, he's such a stay put and hard, intense tree dog. He's not going nowhere. He's not going to timber the squirrel. So, no. He's, you know, so there you are. You just, he's like, I got him, I got him. And, you know, he just timbers out. And when you get there, you're like, crap, you know, but you know exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, whenever I first got him, I posted him on Facebook and stuff. And, and like I said, he was still chucked. And there's this guy who lives the next town up from me. And he'd always write me off this wife's Facebook account. And we had the same area around Laurel Lake. And I was back then to, the Sears place we call it and it's pretty famous uh, the back to the squirrel dog central days and stuff Jason and Danny and all these other local guys would put all their squirrels up on these big concrete uh, concrete barriers is what they are and uh, it's got the road blocked and so everybody knows where it's at and one day I was on my way down through there and this that guy wrote me and he's like are you hunting today I said yeah I'm on my way to the Sears place he saw me you there I want to see that dog go and I said okay well, all the time I got there, I beat him by a little bit, and I had Damon collared up and had a vest on him and whatnot. And he pulled in. He said, that dog, is it good enough you got to run a vest on him? I said, well, he ain't mine. And I said, I sure can't afford him. I said, so, yeah, he's worth running a vest on for me. Like that. He said, well, I want to see him go. And I said, well, you're going to every tree my dog makes with me, and I'm going to every tree your dog makes with you. <laughs> he's like, that's a deal. So we turn him up this old road and goes a long ways back and through there and turn them and I was, I was looking at my watch and I said where's your dog at he said about 350 he said where's your dog at and I said 860 <laughs> I said yeah he said they ain't no way I said tree demon 866 or 868 something like that he said I ain't walking that far I said buddy you made the deal I said I'm sorry buddy I said but you, but you said you wanted to see the dog, and I said, you can't see the dog from here if he's 860-whatever yards in there. I said, so let's go. So on the way in there, man, I was hoping. I thought, well, I hope ain't a vine or anything, you know. I hope this guy's dog don't come in and, and Damon hush a second, he start barking, and the, and the squirrel, you know, anything could happen, you know, for the squirrel to ride, and I was hoping it wouldn't work out. So we walk in there, and, and it, it's rough country here. We end up having to get off the road and down in the holler and stuff and get to him, and 
I look up there and just, I'm not, I'm no good at spotting a squirrel, but that squirrel just stood out to me, man. It was like glowing. I said, there it is. I'm going to knock it out. He said, all right. So I knocked the squirrel out and I said, where's your dog at? And he gets his garment out and he's looking. He said, babe, my dog's, my dog's back here of where it was at about 350 from the truck. I said, well, I said, I'm going to turn him towards your dog. And I said, well, hopefully, you know, we'll get, we'll hunt back that way and it won't be so terrible on us. Man, I turned Damon loose and he went out there about 30 yards and hooked a right. And I looked at him, I said, buddy, I have a feeling that we're not going to make it to your dog <laughs> before he's treated again on deeper than he is. He said, buddy, I've seen all I need to see all that stupid dog. He said, that ain't for me. <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, it's for me, though. That's right. And, you know, that that's the thing. Some people, you know, and my son's prime example. He's like, every time we go hunting, he's like, Daddy, who are we taking? Who are we taking? If I say tank, he's like, I'm not, no, I'm out. I'm staying home. But, you know, I guess just from walking him to death and, and, and not letting him shoot squirrels. I don't shoot a lot of squirrels to my dogs just because – Man, I don't know. I just don't. I hunt man, uh, state land, and I feel like I'm when I'm hosting these hunts. I feel like I'm killing a plus point or something. So, <laughs> yeah. well, Asher will go with me, which he's four now. He'll be five in May, but he'll go with me if Wade goes. He calls him Wave, and uh, I said, "Why do you? Why do you? We only go if Wade goes." He said, "Because he walks slow like I do." <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> I said, "Well, that's fair enough." And I told him, I said, I told Wade when we was coon hunting, we had, a, we had Buster, we was a coon hound together. We went up Shelbyville, Kentucky, and I told Wade, I said, man, y'all's going to have to keep up. You're killing me. And he said, why? And I said, well, I'm going in here to this tree. And I said, by the time you get there, I've already found it and knocked it out or, or moved the dog on. And I said, the dog's treat again for you to get to the tree. I said, man, you're walking me to death. <laughs> and Asher said, "Well, Daddy, you love this running through the woods." That's right. <laughs> I, said, I mean, no, I, get really. I get it. I mean, but yeah, that's uh, that's a tough, you know, tough break for 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 my for on my end because I really want him to go, and he will if I'll just sit there and say, Daddy, "Hey, let's go." But again, oh, uh, so is Demon? Your did you did you ever competition hunt anything before him? A little bit, not not a lot in the squirrel dog stuff. Right. Um, I, I mean, a few times I handled, I handled a dog for less. A, a, I don't. She's a female. I don't. I don't know how she is bred up. Looks like an English dog, and she was a tree tree dog machine. Oh, she's automatic, and she she'd be tough to handle on a day that squirrels ain't moving. She would treat plenty of squirrels and stuff, but boy, she would be hard to handle if they wouldn't move in any. She, uh, me and her just never could get on the same page. And I told Les, I, I said, man, me and her just, something happens, you know, which I handled her in two or three hunts. And I said, man, something happens. I said, I don't, just, the magic ain't there in this combination. And, and I don't, I don't know what it was. Sometimes I would, maybe I was being a little bit of conservative, being too conservative on calling her, knowing she wasn't going nowhere. I mean, she was twice the tree dog demon is. She was a she was a machine. Really? Oh yeah, I, I liked her, and I, but I would just be a little bit conservative, maybe nerves or something, and dragging around, you know, and and it just seems like she'd get beat by forty points or or something, you know. There's always a tree that a dog would cover her or something, and I would I just call late, and, and she'd always be treed first. I just 
man, I, I'd lose it myself. That's that's kind of the story of my life. I, I lose it myself, and I don't and I don't know why. It's just how it works, I guess. My wife tells me all the time. She said, "Don't don't worry about going to them hunts because you'll just come home and you're mad for a week." And everybody you talk to about it, you say, I lost it myself. And she said, just go hunt and kill you some squirrels and come on home so you can be in a good mood. <laughs> so that's kind of what I've done. That's right. Uh, but, but, yeah, I, I took Damon last year to Tommy Curl's uh, USDC hunt. Mm-hmm. Ended up, getting, ended up getting second or third place. Man, Damon acted like a moron in that final cast and finally got him lined out. But uh, he just wasted too much time. And... So, I'd like to have that one back. He should have won that one, but I, it goes back to man. It's a team, and my my teammate my teammate wouldn't his mind wasn't on it <laughs> for a while. Did y'all drive down that day? No, I went down the night before, and uh, Tommy let me stay in the clubhouse, so I slept on the couch. Oh. <laughs> I remember I was nervous because I thought, man, here I'm gonna snore. Everybody's gonna come in and laugh at me. I'm gonna be on Facebook. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably here on this couch, no cover, nothing. Right here in this clubhouse, snoring <laughs> up a storm. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up waking up before they got there. Though. That's right. That's right. We uh we all do it. So you got Demon. I mean, and he's uh so that's kind of what you're doing now. That's how you go. You go kind of, I guess, start your program around him or how you. Yeah. I actually wanted to use Slammer whenever Jeremy Wilson had him. And Jeremy had Chase hunt and Slammer and I kept telling him, I said, Man, don't don't sell that dog. Don't don't get don't get in a mood and sell that dog because like me and Wade had, had talked about it, you know, using that jam and bow stuff because it we looked at it as it's OMCBA heavy, which we're an hour and a half from Jamestown, so it's OMCBA dogs everywhere here. And I said, Man, we could use that jam of bow stuff, and I said, it's right here. Slammer's a good one. I said, we need if, if Jeremy gets in the mood, we need to buy this dog. And so I kept telling Jeremy just about every day, man, don't don't sell that dog. You know, we're we're a little bit out, but we're going to start breeding females to him. Don't I said, or even let us take him and get him collected. He's like, well, whenever squirrel, whenever competition season's over, we will. Guns can do that, and I thought, heck yeah. So. We wanted to base the future off of that because, man, if you just breed to the same stuff, that's all you're ever going to get. And you, it's better to have the male in that situation than it is the female because you can get different females. And if you've got the male right there, you don't have to drive all over the country to breed to, you know, to different males, you know. So that was kind of the way that we looked at it. And... Chuck wrote me one day. I, my little boy had went coon hunting with me. We had got a gun pulled on us. And yeah, I bought an acre, got a quarter of an acre around the hundred and something that I had permission to hunt. Still got permission to hunt there today. And we just walked up in this guy's yard and he came out with a gun. And I had my Asher was just about two and a half, maybe might have been three then, right around it. And man, it, it freaked me out. So I posted Buster and was trying to trade him for a squirrel dog. Well, man, Chuck just wrote me out of the blue and was like, you want to hunt a dog? I was like, well, I might. What is it? And he said, Jam and Demon. I immediately called Tommy Curl. I said, Tommy, tell me about Jam and Demon. And he said, oh, that's a good one. I said, really? He said, why? 
I said, man, I said, Chuck Cooper just wrote me out of the blue and asked me if I wanted to hunt him. He said, you better do it. He said, if you don't do it, me or one of my boys is going to. I said, really? He said, yeah. I was like, man, ain't no way this is falling together like this. <laughs> so I called Wade and I said, man, I got our stud dog connection. We're jamming bow heavy right here. And so I was telling him about it. He's like, man, he said, you're, he said, you're, you're fibbing. I said, no, man, I swear it. I said, he just wrote me out of the blue. I was like, man, I'm going in, I'm going in a week to get him. He's like, oh, man, no, you're not. And I said, yeah, I am. I'm going in a week to get the dog. And he said, really? I said, yeah. And I said, I done told him. As long as he is here, the deal is, is I was on my own dime, but I wanted to breed our the females that we could round up to him for pups so we could pass it, you know, get it in the future. He said, is he okay with that? And I said, yeah. He said, yeah, man. He said, my walker female's in heat right now. <laughs> I said, awesome. <laughs> so it, it just worked out. That's right. You know, Bo was bred to a walker female, and, uh, you know, that, that Roxy Jip, I remember that cross. I had one out of it, and, man, that was, that was, a, that was a super-duper cross, so I knew that was probably going to work. <laughs> yeah, man, I got, I got Tricolor Demon out of that cross. He was the only puppet that made it, and he was the only puppet nobody wanted. He looked like a, he looks like a walker dog, and, and he was ugly until he was about six months old. He, that was the ugliest pup ever drew breath life, I thought. And I told Wade, I said, man, all them pretty pups died. And I said, here we got this ugly thing. Well, Wade went on vacation, and I went up there, and I heard this dog before, big, long driveway up there to where he keeps his dogs. And I kept hearing this dog bark, and I thought, what dog is that barking? So it sounds like a big hound. I thought, he ain't got nothing that would bark like it. I wasn't even thinking about this demon pup. And uh, so... Anyway, I get up there to the barn, and I'm looking, and I thought, well, that's that demon pup. And I get to looking around the treetop, and there's a squirrel going, and, well, he's a following it. I thought, huh. So I write Wade, and I said, wait. Text him, and I said, wait. I said, this this demon pup is, is treated a squirrel right here on the chain. He just takes back every day. <laughs> I thought, why didn't you tell me, you know? And, man, that, that little tricolor demon, he, he started the first time he ever was took hunting. He treats he treat a squirrel that day, and he's done it every day since. Dang man, that's you don't get that lucky for sure, you know. No, it was no man, it, it, it's crazy. And and there's there's guy bred an OMCBA female to demon, and there was eight pups. And the guy wrote me a couple weeks ago and said, "Man, seven of these pups can't be bought." And he said, "I want to buy another one back." I said, what's wrong with yours? He said, my wife ran it over right here. He's like, man, he said, I've got it. He said, but it's, it's hips is messed up. And he said, he will tree on these trees that he can get to uh, in the yard. He's like, man, I can't hunt it. And he said, I can't get another one back. He said, are you breeding any female soon? I was like, yeah, a couple. I said, I got a walker female coming any day now. And I said, I got another OMCBA female. It's bred pretty close to yours uh, coming. I said, if, if they show up, I said, you know how it is. And he said, man, Call them both and tell them I want a pup out of each litter. I said, well, I said, well, I'll see what I can do. And uh, so the Walker female should be there today or tomorrow, hopefully. I'm actually hoping that by the time my wife gets home, she'll call and say, hey, there's a strange truck in the driveway. <laughs> and I'll tell her to throw, let, to take the lock off and let her throw her in there with, with Damon, you know. That's right. That's right. So, so what is your plans as far as just kind of get some, you know, 
let's let's talk about your you know what you're trying to do here and in, in, in your breeding program how are you what, what are you trying to do what's your goal you know for the future here man i just want to build a dog that works everywhere um I, i'm probably not in this particular generation of pups going to have it but i feel in a couple generations i'm going to have a dog with plenty of hunt that ain't going to out hunt the area that you got if you live in a rough area but a dog that'll go on deep you know and a dog that can wind them and and can tree them as he comes to them you know uh, you got I, I i have an opinion and i feel like you can't have it all right now um i, I see these dogs and, and people wants to go hunting with us and stuff and we got the green river out here at columbia and you bump into a lot of people out there and i watch their dogs i don't i don't I don't watch them. I watch their dogs, and I watch how they act. And and over the course of an hour or two, you can figure out a lot about a dog. And I'm I'm thinking, man, why would? And, and, and I try to tell everybody, you know, like if I see a hole that I feel demon will clog up, and these females, I'm like, man, you ever breed her to demon? And they're all like, no, man, it's OMCBA or nothing. I'm like, man, you cannot be blind like that. I said, I'm not saying I want the OMCBA to go out of business. I don't want everybody to come breed to my dog, but Let's build a better dog. You know, your dog is not, your dog has no go, but it's got all these, all this winding ability. Let's combine that. No, no, if it ain't OMCBRS, I ain't breeding my dog to it. I'm like, well, man, where, where are you going to get, where are you going to get this big motor, this big winding ability and stuff? Where, where are you going in the OMCBA line to get that? Oh, I don't want nothing with no hound in it. I'm like, man, everything's got hound in it. it everything. But you're not getting away from it. You know, it's like that. That would be as hard as finding a, a dog that has zero streak in it in OMCBA world. You're not going to find that. Whether it's all its papers or not, it's there. And, man, people is, is, is closed-minded. And I'm like, man, we're looking for a better dog. It don't matter if you go to hunt every weekend. You're still wanting to tree squirrels. So why not work together with everybody and build a dog that suits a lot of people? Because not everything's going to suit everybody. But you can suit the majority if you'll just if you'll work together and build it and and man people are so jealous and i don't i don't understand there's people that live around me that i've never spoke to somebody will come to me like at the store or something or be out hunting or whatever bump into them and they're like oh yeah uh oh so and so said he didn't like your dog i'm like he don't ain't never even been in the woods with it and he's like yeah well he said so and so told him <laughs> i'm like well that's crazy because so and so uh, is wanting a pup out of him or so and so is all the time wanting to go hunting with him I'm like, man, that's just that's just petty jealousy that shouldn't be in the world. Why? Why? You're exactly right, and people do talk like that. You know, unfortunately, they do say stuff like that to kind of, you know, to 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 hype up their stuff instead of you know just being straight, you know, 100% honest. You know, unfortunately, that's the way the world is. It sucks, but I mean, I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to. You want a the perfect dog, and like like all of us do. But if you can breed it, and you know, like you said, people that don't, uh, I guess the USDC and the NSD is the place that you'll your dogs will, you know, will be, uh, you know, I guess suited better. Well, yeah. registered obviously, but they'll be, you know, they they'd suit there because here's the thing. You and I both know what's at the OMCBA, and and look, my dogs, my OMCBA dogs are OMCBA, uh, OMCBA registered. 
So I'm not throwing shade at them either, but there's too much stuff out there that, you know, that tells us that, you know, this is this and this is that. And my biggest issue with the, with the OMCBA is, you know, you're, you're telling me this, but you won't do what the necessary means to, to make sure everybody is getting what they're, what they're telling us they're getting, you know, and that's the only way to do that was with DNA and, until they you know until that ever gets passed i mean i honestly you know i just that's the way i feel about it i just do yeah you know there was a post uh maybe a month ago now that about a female that had the wrong papers or whatever of the of brewers out of brewer stock and everybody's on there about lmc does this and lmc does that and i thought and everybody was talking these guys that, that does that and i'm like man they're doing it for a reason. They're not doing it to make a funny. You know, they're, they're doing it to, to build this dog that they that carries on. And if, if you breed the same stuff to the same stuff, it's going to get weaker, and you're never going to have anything different. You're always going to have the same or worse. You're never going to get better. And if you're not packing a better dog year after year, you're going to get left behind because somebody's going to. Whether it be me or you or, or anybody, you know, somebody's going to have it. Somebody's going to build a better dog, and you better keep up with it, or you're going to get left behind. Or try to get something out of it, because that's the thing. You know, you're gonna at some point you will be, because I'm. You're seeing it now. You're seeing it now. There, there's, you know, there are some good, you know, straight dogs, or if you can call them that, you know. But man, you see what's really winning you know uh, the, the for the for the most part you know they're again now i hate to say that you know there you can't win these big hunts with a you know with a with a omcba dog because that's you know you know you and i oh, both, you yeah you know you and i both know you can but you know the, the 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 way it's you know the way it is now it just i feel like if you got something that's go go hunting, th- this dog you got to build a dog that's suited for the hunts that you're hunting, and you know you just I don't feel like you can you can achieve that with some some of these lines of dogs that are out there. No, uh, on that OMCBA dog, man. If I drew if I drew leverage and, and image, I'd probably just withdraw because man, I don't. He's wicked. I heard that, man. I mean, look. I, you know, I've tried to get Brian on here. He's a good dude, and it's nothing against he him. He just, you know, he he, he's not the talker like you and I. So, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but no, he, um, he's a little bit dry. Yeah, well, he's a good dude, you know, and he's he's strictly business. Uh, he's but funny. I try. Right, but he's got a he's, 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 he's a, a Yeah, he's got a hand. You know, he like image, like you said. You know, when you speak that dog, that dude can flat. I mean, he's an exception to the rule. The you know the, the, I guess it would be who who would be next? Image and you know Action Jackson and uh, you know those sure. yeah that you know those dogs are, I mean they're good that the, you know they just are. Oh yeah, and they even go to still today. Ain't no doubt about it. Yeah, GT man, and, and I told Isaac one time I said, man, if you and GT had just stayed a team. It's until what you would accomplished. He just looked at me. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, but it's know, the truth. I that's mean, true. It's, it's a fact. That's true. We had talked. You know, we had that same conversation. He, uh, you know, and and 
I'm, you know, I get what he, what he was doing. Uh, you know, he is just a, I mean, Isaac, great, you know, kid. Uh, I hate to call him a kid because he's grown up now with a wife and a kid all the way. But, you know, he was always a kid when I, you know, I would, I would look on these, you know, these pages and stuff and see him, and I'm like, dang, you know, this guy has. Uh, he has got a dog in front of him or on his leash every single time he goes somewhere, and it's, you know, he's winning. You know, he did well with Skeeter. He did well with Goldtooth. He did – I got G-Man at my house right now. You know, he won with him. Um, and Tommy, you know, Tommy and boys, you know, Tommy and them did some winning with him. Um, A lot of winning with him, matter of fact. But um, A lot. But, you know, that's what I say. He is – he just – uh. He always had a dog on the end of his leash that was go give him a chance, you know. Yeah, they, they was I won't name their names, but they was some boys that was bumping their gums to Isaac and Sammy and them, and they said, "You and they never come here to Corbin hunted." And I said, Isaac and Sammy's like, "Man, we've won more hunts in Corbin than you have ever just quit pleasure hunting around there." <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. That's I thought right. they're right. That's they have. I mean, these these guys won way before. Uh, before they was around, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I remember them going to, like, Lily and, and stuff at that, that little squirrel club they had, and them boys was hard to handle at, at a young age. Uh, I, Wade was always going and stuff, and I'd always just pop in to see how, you know, see who won and, and whatnot, and that, that was a strong club. It just seemed like I got into it and everybody got out of it. <laughs> and I thought, man, this, this is crazy. Here it is. I've come here to every hunt to see who's won and, and bump my guns with you guys. And now I get into it, and this is a five-stone club, and nobody's hunting. <laughs> oh, why is that even possible? I know, man. Oh, I asked Isaac on that podcast. I was like, hey, you ever coming back? And, you know, he's just kind of like, man, I don't know, you know. So I think you'll be back. I, mean, I, I know he's, he's always fished and stuff, and he's always talked about it and, and things, but I think he'll come back. I mean, it, it's something that I think you take a break from, but you can't ever shake this addiction of a, of a tree dog. I got a friend that works at rehab, and he was talking about drug addiction and alcohol addiction and stuff. And I said, man, I said, you got a rehab for dog addiction? <laughs> he looked at me funny. I said, I said, not just the dog. I mean, a tree dog. I said, because I, will, I would quit my job to walk across the field to look at a tree dog and do its thing. He said, would you really? I said, I would. I said, man, I, I, I parked my truck several times and heard dogs and seen a, you know, seen a truck parked with a dog box and just pull off the road and get out and walk in on them. We're like, you guys doing any good? And they're like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hey, man, I seen your dog box, heard your dog. Man, I just want to check you out, see what you're packing, you know. And and, in, and I've, I've got a lot of good hunting partners that way, you know. People that I, I go with once or twice a year. And it's just maybe the gift of gab helps me with that i don't know as, as a salesman you gotta have that i guess that's right you know we talk to uh we talk to everybody so that's part of that's our it. you know and i'm the same way man i can talk these stupid dogs all day long my wife will i mean dude she'll sit there and she'll be like oh my goodness we'll be getting out to go to church or something and somebody will call me and i she'll look over and it comes across my radio because it connects to my truck she's like church starts in five minutes you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, or or yeah or we'll be pulled up to the to the uh to the 
you know, to a restaurant. She's like, I guess we'll get here and sit in the truck for a little while, you know. And I'm like, no, I ain't going to be on there long. But she knows. I mean, it's a passion. I mean, it is, dude. It's something that I enjoy. And I don't know, man. It's something about them. You know, it's kind of like the bucking bull deal with me, you know. I just yeah. loved them all. And these dogs, it's, it's, I guess it's the competitive nature. And like you said, you know, I really want something. I want to make a cross one day, something that I've made that reproduces and, you know, makes a big-time winner. You know, I just do. He just uh, – yeah. that's always been a goal of mine is to, to be – you know, I, I'm not a builder. I like to – now, I can – man, I feel like some of these crosses that I make should work, but, you know, they all don't. So, uh, anyway, I, like I said, I like to uh, – I like to think I'm going to. <laughs> yeah well that, that's me that's where i'm at with it i want to i had this conversation the other day with a guy and he said what he said what what's your 10-year plan i said my 10-year plan is is for my i said i should be 14 15 year old by then i said my plan is is for him to have three or four dogs in here that we have raised bred and raised and done everything with that he can walk down there to the kennel and take his pig and be like well i'm going to this area today um this one, this one will do a little bit better than this one, but they'll all do good, and that, that, that's what I want. I don't want, I don't want to have to think. Well, I'm going, I'm going to these rough mountains, but there's a lot of squirrels. But my dog's going to go 900 yards or whatever looks for a tree. I want it to tree it right out of the tailgate. I want it to continue to tree squirrels until you get to 900 yards. I don't, I don't see the fun in hunting a 900 yard, even though I've got it. But that 900, that 900 yard first cut. And that ain't fun for nobody. I don't care what anybody says. Ain't nobody enjoys that. And and man, that's that's you either get that or you get a dog that zigzags the woods up that that, that runs a squirrel up that it runs past and it gets it on the way back and it's already in a den. And that's and and maybe that's not everywhere because we have we have pretty thin squirrel population. But that's how it is here. If you don't have a dog that's going direct and finds what it's after on that first cut through, that squirrel's up the tree and into a den and you ain't getting it. And then you go in there, and that guy's like, oh, he, he's got it in the den. I'm like, well, he probably would have had it on the outside in that tree 10 yards over if he had just treated it over there instead of zigzagging the woods up for 15 more minutes for it to come back over here and treat it, if, so, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. So you're wanting a dog. You're trying to build a dog that trees them, I guess. As it comes as, to them. As he comes to them and, you know, not a straight line shoot through the knock a hole in the country and and you know because that you know obviously i think that comes with nose as well you know uh, it does you know some dogs i feel like can tree only a certain kind of squirrel i i really do i feel like there's a certain like if just say if this makes sense there's a a hot meter you know zero to ten you know some dogs can only tree those that are around eight and above you know what i mean that's it and then you know like some of my stuff them sap suckers are tree zero negative zero <laughs> yeah, yeah same but, here you know a lot of times you'll know you'll you'll think dang man this ain't no squirrel here but you know it is what it is you know it's whatever people like and i i get but also just because I like, say, the dog that trees them, like you, you're talking, you know, at 150 to, to 350 to five. I, I do want my dog to go hunting, though. If they're not down, 
I do not want you to have to walk. If I have to walk you across a squirrel, I just seem poach them, <laughs> steal hunt them. Yep. You know, if I'm feeding a dog, I want it to, you know, let's 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 check these woods right here. But you better go your tail on and, and go find one. You know. That's exactly right. I, I guess I've been pretty spoiled with with what I have got to hunt and hunt with, and I. There was a dog in our area that was that was as good of a dog on in the in this, this rough area where we live at. But you take her anywhere where there's any water, and man, she looks like a buffoon. She couldn't she couldn't handle no water, uh, and I never could figure out why we would hunt in this rough stuff. And, and man, she was as good as anything. But just any little bit of water, she would plumb shut down. And just meander around and, and wouldn't hardly hunt and would just grab slick tree after slick tree and told the guy at her, I said, I said, man, that dog, I said, she's grabbing slick trees. I said, she's just getting treed to keep you from getting onto her. No, no, my dog trees squirrels. And I said, no, she's not treeing squirrels, man. I'm watching her. She ain't getting out of our sight. I said, she'll run around through there and look at you and look at the first tree that she's beside and just grab it. I said, you go over there beating and hollering and clapping and petting and going on and I said you lead her off of it she'll do the same thing and I said she'll be treed by the time we get like another dog will be treed and we go to it and it'll have a squirrel on the water come back and his dog's 250 yards away from the water and won't even come no closer just hunting in a circle and grabbing trees and I thought I thought to myself man I, I thought that was as complete a dog as I've ever seen but I swear, if ever I start a breeding program, that would be the last thing I'd ever want in it, you know? That's right. You know? <laughs> Man, I just don't... I mean, wonder what makes that song un like it, you know? I don't know. I, I wish I knowed. I, I was talking to a guy last night, going back to what you were saying about being on the phone all the time. It was about 9.30, 10 o'clock or something. My wife was already asleep, and I was laying in the bed. <laughs> She woke up and grabbed my phone and hung up. I said, what'd you do that for? Well, I said, that was a guy wanting to breed his female. And she said, no. She said, all you used to about was pissed off pig. And she said, I don't care nothing about no pissed off pig. Oh, a <laughs> well, dog. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, well, I said, the guy lives in his area. I said, and, and he was knocking because he's a feist. And I was like, man, that's ain't your typical feist. I said, you, you don't understand. You need to go hunt with him because this is a wicked, wicked outfit. And he's like, no. No, man, it's a feist. I ain't looking to breed a, I want to breed a tree and cur. And I was like, man, this right here is where you should go to if you ain't wanting to do no traveling. And I was just told him about the gator dog down your neck in the woods and stuff. And right. a few different, several different dogs. And which uh, I would love to breed to one of them gator females. Right. Um, they oh, was, yeah. They was, they, they was a guy had one. And she just, she was a little bit slow. But man, she was wicked on having, making a pile of squirrels. Yeah, these suckers do. They, you know, I, I do. I hunt one. Uh, I own one actually, and she, uh, she makes squirrels. I, I don't know. They, 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 it's the dangest thing you'll ever see. They got some super big noses, and they like to have their squirrel. You can treat. You know, if you're going to kill squirrels, you know, it's it's a good chance you need one of those because they're they'll man they they will flat fill your sack up but like you said crossed on something hard going got to produce something that's uh you know like you said crossed on demon that would whoo 
Yeah, I, I would love to make that cross. Anybody out there has a gator female, cost you nothing. That's right. Come to me. Bring up a negative brucellosis and let's do it. I don't even care if I get a pup. Because you just want to see how it, how it turns yeah. out. That's right. Well, you'll, you'll never know if you don't try it. That's it. That's it. And that's the same thing as, as, as what I'm, you know, in my eyes, that's what I'm, you know, I'm trying to do, you know, something similar to that as well is just try it, you know. The way I look at it is, yes, you know, just breathe, you know, breathe to them. If it don't work, the, the key is get them into the right hands. They got that's to it. go to the people that's going to put time in them, you know. I've heard it said, you know, well, you know, I've heard people say, you know, dang, man, I can't pay $1,000 for a puppy or, you know, this and that. Well, a lot of times these people that set these, sell these puppies for that price, they're, they're thinking, all right, this is the way I think. Well, shoot, you know, if a son going to pay $1,000 about it, he's going to give it a shot, you know. That's it. You give a, you know, you sell a dog for $200 and nine times out of ten, it's going to be thrown in the pen out there and, you know. Prime example of that, there's a guy I got as pretty a pup as ever I've seen out of Demon and an OMCBA female. I drive by it twice a week. And, man, he's, he's a good-looking dog. He's saddleback, got brindle up his legs, got a fire red head. Good-looking good dog, big, houndy mouth. He just leaves him tied up. And I noticed when I drive by, it's tied right underneath a big oak tree, big red oak, actually. One day he was raised up on his doghouse, just blowing the top out of it. And I thought, man, I'd, I'd love to give anything to know that guy enough to be able to pull in and, and go over and see what that dog's tree is. Well, one day, I had a customer, this guy had this old Winchester single shot 22. Just within a mile of this guy's house. And I thought, <laughs> This guy, I got this this 22, and he gave me 10 shells. If that dog's treeing on that dog house, I don't care who gets mad. I'm gonna, if he's got a squirrel, I'm gonna kill it to him. <laughs> so, and I and I, and I you know, I, I know who this guy is, but I don't know him, and and I only know that he's a, the what the pups out of because the guy that raised the litter told me where the guy lived at and stuff, and he sent me pictures of the pup, you know, as and I know it's it. Or knew I, I definitely know now because the guys called me and stuff. But anyway, I got that, that. I pulled down the road to the little store and I called the guy that raised the litter. And I said, "Man, do you have that guy's number over here? At Eubank that's got that demon pup." And he said, "Yeah." I said, "Send that to me." I said, "Because I'm gonna stop and kill that dog or squirrel if it's got one." I said, "Or even if it's a house cat, I don't care. Whatever's up that tree, if it's barking there, I go by. I want to kill it." He said, "Well, that guy's wife works night shift as a nurse." He said, "You might not want to." I said, well, I'm going to anyway. I said, but I'll, I'll call the guy. If he says no, then I won't worry about it. Well, I call the guy. No answer. Leave voicemail. Text him. I pull out of the store. Get up through there. Man, that dog's up on the tree. And I thought, I drove past, and I thought, man, I better not do that, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I turn around to this church and go back up there and just pull off the side of the road into a little ditch there. Get out, and I walk over, and I'm looking up there, and I ain't seeing enough. There's cuttings all over the ground, but just right around this dog, and I thought, man, this dog's tormented with squirrels all around it, and I said, this guy don't, ain't doing nothing with this dog, and so I finally find the squirrel, and I'm looking around, and ain't no movement in the house, and I thought, well, this 22 won't be too loud. <laughs> I rack it, and I miss. First time I ever shot the gun, shot low, and so I go through two or three shells and clicking, and finally 
get get on it. And I thought, well, I shot a little low. I'm aiming a little high. I mean, I racked it off, and that squirrel come out. That guy's wife come out that front door madder than a hornet. Who are you, and why are you in my yard? <laughs> why are you I shooting said, in my yard? Yeah, I said, I said, hold on a minute. I said, I said, own this dog's daddy. And I said, I'll drive by this dog two times a week. I guess it'd be four, going and coming. And I said, this dog's always right up on this tree or on this doghouse, just blowing the top out of this tree. I said, I traded for this gun. I said, I called your husband, left him a voicemail, shot him a text, nothing. I said, I'm going to send him a picture of this dog chilling a squirrel. Maybe he'll start hunting this dog. She said, you get out of here and don't ever be back. <laughs> I said, all right. I said, sorry to bother you. So I snapped a quick picture of that, of that dog chin on that squirrel. And I ran across the yard and told that gun in the truck here and pulled out and went down the road to that store and turned back around and drove by. And man, that dog was still chewing that squirrel whenever I drove by. And I sent that picture to that guy and he called me immediately. He said, was you the one that shot the squirrel out? He said, yeah, that was me. I told you I was going to. I said, you heard to get back with me. He said, well, I'm at work, man. I run an excavator. And I said, well, I, I knew that. You work who you work for and stuff. And I said, man, I drive by that dog. And I said, he's treeing hard every time just about I go by. I said, man, I just happened to swap for this gun. And I took it as a sign of this is what I need to do. And I said, man, I done it. And I don't feel bad for it. He said, I feel bad because my wife's mad. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. I said, but dude. What would you do? He said, man, I thank you. He said, what lit a fire under me seeing that picture? I said, man, it looked to me like there's all kinds of oak trees back behind the house. Let's turn that dog down through there. He said, well, I don't own it. And I said, well, buddy, forgiveness is way easier than permission. I can't. And he laughed. He's been hunting the dog, and he's turned into a pretty decent dog. I get updates occasionally. And I, I, in my mind, I couldn't, I couldn't help but think if I hadn't shot that dog, that squirrel out, he never would have done anything with it. You may be just right. I mean, he may not have, you know, or you could have maybe, <laughs> you could have. He's got the dog not, yeah. for <laughs> Well, you could have said, hey, man, look, I know he ain't hunting this dog. He ain't doing any good. He's out of my dog. Won't you just let me get him back? Man, if I had the time, I, I would have. But, man, I kind of got way too many irons in the fire, and, and another young dog would just push me over the limit. <laughs> I do. Time, I know, and, and that's another part. That's another problem, also. You know, if you ain't got nobody to hunt these dogs or these puppies, you know, I'm the prime example. I like to buy puppies. I like looking at them. I like thinking these crosses go work, 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 work. But it showed on doing those. They don't get it in the pen, you know. That's exactly right. I, I get 25 phone calls a day. Of I've got this female. She acts like this. What will your dog do with that? I said, man, I don't know. I said, you just got to try it. And they're like, I ain't, I ain't trying. We're going to do it the first time. I was like, that ain't no guarantee. I said, that, it's just, there's less guarantee of this than they are winning the lottery. I said, you don't know. That's exactly right. Man, and, I wished it was a guarantee. Then we'd all be rich. For sure. If I don't get that question, I get, what kind of dog food do you feed? <laughs> Yeah. What I feed, man, don't don't pertain to you, but this is what I feed. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Hey, some people though, some people generally are are, are I feel like genuine, genuine, whatever that word is, genuinely, Ali. yeah, <laughs> are trying to you know literally ask good questions, but 
I, you know, a lot of times we pick and play on internet and stuff about what kind of, you know, there ain't nothing going on, what kind of dog feed you feed, you know, or, yeah. or how much you worm or, you know, what are you used for worming and stuff like that. But a lot of times, man, I do feel like people, you know, really want to know that stuff. And that's why it's good to, uh, to, to for this, this podcast, you know, it's good to, uh, to tell the world and, and change it up and just talk dogs. And man, I feel like, you know, a lot of people, I mean, I don't know, maybe not, but I feel like a lot of people learn, you know, because there's, there's these options you can go out. This is archived, so this will be from here on out, you know, from now until, mm-hmm. you know, the end of time. This You'll be able to click back and listen to a podcast, you know. and uh, So, I mean, it's they, they are helpful and stuff, I feel like. Uh, with that being said, I have a, you know, I have a, a vet um a veterinarian that's lined up to uh to come on and he's a squirrel dog man or he used to be but now he's uh you know life and kids and you know stuff that it put a it put a it put a damper on his hunting and stuff but i feel like he'll uh get him a dog and stuff again but no uh i show uh man i again i like to i like to talk dogs and whatever that pertains you know i'm interested in and all dogs. We still deer hunt with dogs. I, I, you know, I, I can't wait to talk about you know, do an interview with somebody like that again. But uh, let's uh, maybe they'll they'll hear what you got to say and and and, and uh, you know, some take some heed because I mean, you do. I mean, you all you're trying to do is build a better dog and you know, share it yeah. with the world. Yeah, I mean, even even if it doesn't bring me anything, because I don't care, it doesn't about notoriety or whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I, Man, I mean, I've read, I've read several females, and I ain't charged anything. Right. Um, and I, I've charged a plenty at times, but there are several I ain't charged anything for. And man, I just wish people wouldn't be so kennel blind. Uh, they, they just ain't no point in it, man. You can't, you can't let a dollar today cost you a couple years to fix. Describe you know, that kennel. Describe what you mean for the listeners. Uh, what you mean by kennel blindness? Well, I mean, I ain't going to name no names or nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want you to do I, that. I got, a, I got a stud dog, and so does a thousand other people. And they're not, people that calls you about breeding a female are not just going to call you. They're going to contact a lot of people. And I don't run nobody's dog down. I just don't do it. Um, but it seems like four or five people will be like, Man, I, I called so-and-so and talked to them, and I give them this list of dogs I was interested in, and, and nobody had anything good to say about your dog. And I'm like, well, why? You know, I, I ain't never hunted with their dogs, but I don't have nothing bad to say. And they're like, well, I don't know, man. I, I hear this, and I hear that, and I hear that. And I was like, look, man, the worst thing my dog does is he'll run his own squirrel off. Had been for that, he'd won a lot more. I said, probably not with me packing him. I said, but with David and, and several others, man. I mean, they've been a who's who that's had him. I said, that's the common denominator. He'll chew a little bit more than he should. When he starts back barking, squirrels is gone, or he'll hang from a vine, run his own squirrel off. I said, it happens, you know, and I said, it's, it's not a knock on a dog, and it's not nothing he's producing into his pups. So if that's his, if that's his only hole that I can find, and I, I promise I'm hard on him, um, I expect him to operate a certain way, and he, and he does it because he knows he better, and that's the only hole I can find. Um, what are these other guys seeing? I said, because it, he's never been scratched for fighting. He's never 
he's never face barked anything here, uh, and he's had plenty of chances. Um, he's, I was like, man, I, I hunted him with females in heat, and he's went and treated squirrels. You know, I said, I did have a problem once with that. Uh, but one correction, he's like, hey, man, this guy ain't tolerating that, and he ain't done it since. I said, but you name a dog that, that wouldn't have a little bit of problem with it. I said, I don't, I don't know what the problem is. And they're like, well, uh, I guess maybe they're, they're more of an OMCBA purist or something. I'm like, man, I, I don't care nothing about. I said, I don't, I don't care nothing about that, man. I said, we're building a dog that's better. We're not building a dog that's better for our pocketbook. I said, if that was the case, man, I got the, I got two Walker females. I could breed every time they come in heat. And I said, proof's in the pudding. I said, because I've got one. And I said, there's another litter out of another one. That's going to start making some noise, some big time noise, and I could breed them too every time they come in heat, and I could just crank out, make them make a puppy meal out of them, and sell them for five, six hundred dollars a piece. And everybody's just like, "Oh man, uh, you're just trying to get money." I'm like, "No man, I, I'm all right with trying to breed any female, you know, really. I mean, there's there's a few I'm not interested in, but that's neither here nor there. And but for the most part, man, let's try it." What's it, what's it going to cost you? If, if the trip's too much, tell me. We if, if it betters, if it's if it's a betterment of the dog, I can get it down the road. If if the dogs turn out, it'll come back to everybody, and that's how everybody were to look at it. Because man, if you get kennel blind, you're never going to have nothing. You're going it's going to get weak, and and goes back to that post. I said that you know everybody's like, well, LMC this, LMC that, and I was like, man, if you if you only stay in this LMC program, you're going to have to outcross eventually. It's it's going to have to happen, and and I, I feel I've raised hounds since I was a kid. I know that if you breed the same two dogs together, event and you take pups out of them that act like it has all the good traits you want, and you breed the same stuff, and you don't never come out of it, man, you're going to end up with nothing, and it's going to happen before you know it. So, and I just don't see why. I, I can't fathom as to why somebody would take uh, take a dollar over helping me. Hey, man, every day I'm telling somebody to go breed a pissed-off pig. Every day. I send, Ken, I send Ken screenshots of it, or I'll tell him who they are. Every day, just about. And he's like, why do you do that? I said, man, I, I believe in your dog. Uh, I, I don't. I don't see why I wouldn't. I said, I don't care if you do it back. I said, but I'm going to do it for you because I think you got something worth breeding to and people should look at it, whatever they pack. Uh, proof in the proof in the pudding there was the bird dog female he bred to. I think that'll be a powerhouse cross by next squirrel season. I think that'll show up. And then these people are like, oh, he breeds an O5, so they're going to have to look at that cross every day instead of just making a cross with him and trying it and then they're going to be on the back side of it and then it's on telling what it'll cost to breed the pig and whenever how they should listen to me and they're like hey i should go look at this dog you know and and not even that they, there's a lot of dogs out there uh what's the the hawk dog down in your area what's it uh, and i look it, at it yeah that's and I, eric wally he's, he's a he's a nice dog I, I told wade the other day Wade Spider, he, he had her brucellosis test done and stuff. She's going to come in any day. And he told me, he's like, man, I'm, I'm tired. He's like, we got this semen on demon. 
stored and stuff. We can use it anytime. I was like, you're out. And he's like, but I'm thinking about breeding this other dog. And I said, man, don't, don't look at two. I said, I said, you know, it don't cost you nothing to breed the demon. I said, you can come get him, take him to your house. You can bring spider here, whatever you want to do. It don't matter to me. And I said, you know, it don't. And I said, if you want to breed to this, this stuff that's got burlap in, I don't blame you. I said, but, and I'd, I'd look at that hog dog and he's like, where's it at? I had a stud I had, I'd, I'd saved that had got shared and I sent it to him. I said, man, look at that. I said, this is, this is something I'd look at. And he's like, well, I read her once and he's like, man, I just really didn't, it, it just didn't really turn out like we thought it would. And I said, man, I, I said, I, the next cross out of there, if you go back to that same dog, maybe better. I said, but I'd look at, I'd look at four or five different dogs. And I told him, I said, man, Brian Leverage is just in Berksville. He's an hour away. I said, man, call him. I said, I guarantee you that you could breed to that, to the image. He's like, man, I thought about that. He said, I didn't know he was that close. And I was like, well, you know, Brad, Brian has had the shine dog and stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think people forget that dogs are around. And if you're going to breed females, what? how can you close your search down before you even get started, you know? I get it. I, I, I really do. And that's the that's the thing that, I you know, I, I do see is people are, like you said, closed-minded to an extent. With that being said, I do like the LMC because they they are they oh, I'm you know a, I'm a fan. yeah 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 you know they because of the oh shoot what the DNA. DNA that's right that's right. With that being said, also I I think that crossing I got a hound bird dog cur jip out here that's probably is one of my favorite dogs that I've ever owned, and she will be bred to my tank dog. You know, he's out of Boondock and Susie. So, I mean, she's just, I mean, he's, I'm going to breed them because, one, I own him, and I, I don't have, you know, I don't have any puppies out of him. That's my that's my goal, and, you know, like you said, let's see if it works. Yeah, that's that's it. I mean, you'll never know. And I, I couldn't imagine having a stud dog out there in my in my lot and somebody call and they have 10, 10 bad things to say about that the other 10 dogs they're interested in <laughs> I, I, as, as me as a person i couldn't imagine that and there's a lot of dogs out there i don't like to get bred to and i and i don't like them but it ain't it ain't my spot to tell anybody you should go hunting with what you're breeding to if you're not going and checking it out how do you really know what it is i could write up a 10 ball stud ad in five minutes, I could sit right here in my notebook and write it out and type that thing up on Adobe Reader, put a good picture behind it, make it flashy colors, and, man, make you believe it. If you come and breed the demon, you're going to have 25 puppies out of a litter that's 24 of them going to make world champions. But at the end of the day, if somebody reads that ad and they end up with 10 duds, then that's on them because they didn't come and do their homework. And... <laughs> I think Facebook has, has helped in a lot of ways because you can check dogs. You know, you can see what they're doing. And, and a lot of people goes and hunts with these other people in areas they never would have went to before. The Delta, in your, you know, down around you, no, not many people would have went had not everybody been posting all them, all them squirrels. Get black, squirrels. Every black squirrels. Black squirrels. <laughs> black, yeah, black squirrels. And the White River. I mean, that nobody would have really ventured down that way like they have if it hadn't been for the for the pictures that showed. And 
and you can really check some dogs out and you can you can of course you can make a dog look really good but at the same time and it, if you pay attention to the squirrels that's in the pictures and i'm not talking about them guys that use the same squirrels over and over makes them like kill 50 but and you see that they've shot the squirrel shot the tails on so many of them and then they show up in the same pictures you know if you look and it's different squirrels it's that, that dog's gonna be pretty nice does it fill the holes in your female probably not all of them but it may fill a few of them but at the same time that gives you an idea what to go check out and man if, if you're gonna breed a female and you can't drive a couple hours and check out a dog for a couple hours and drive back home that's not even run out of daylight <laughs> you know uh, are you are you really doing your due, due, due diligence in your breeding program you know what i'm saying i get it you know i do get it 100 percent because you mentioned you know the about the fake tailgate pictures and stuff and that just brought, yeah. you know that just brought back a memory or you know jog my memory you know we went and killed 281 squirrels one friday <laughs> saturday and uh down there at lee and them's place or you know a place that they had uh permission to hunt and stuff and dude when I tell you, we talk, we caught more slack about that, not by, you know, this and that, but people were like, why do you need to kill it? Well, you know, when you, when you tell them, you know, hey, we kept 50 of these squirrels to cook ourselves. I, we, there yeah. was, you know, there was a group or some guys that come over, and I don't care, game and fish come and got them, you know, and took them and they fed. There's a, there's a community down there, and they had a wild game supper, and it fed the whole community, you know? Yeah. So this was not something that we just went and killed them and then dumped them out of the back of our trucks and stuff like that, you know? This was something that was planned for a year, you know? And then, again, we'll do it next year. We just so happened to call it the gator, you know, the gator hunt because all of those, all, of those, all 17 dogs or whatever it was were, you know, were out of him or, or either, you know, a, a son of his or a daughter of his you know what i mean so yeah that was we caught a lot of slack for that but man my kid had a blast i had a blast you know i don't shoot a lot of squirrels you know working on these competition dogs but you know that was fun to go do for two days it just just shoot and i mean and kill you know what i mean it was just so it was yeah. it, it brought back memories of going with my granddad you know all these years and or years and years ago and man i just had a blast and you know if i can do that once a year hey so be it you know well, i went up to uh eh, I, I, you might as well call it cincinnati kentucky guy was wanting to check demon out to breed his female but they, they's Man, where I live, it's it's pretty poverty stricken, and I'm I'm fortunate enough to to do what I do, uh, or I'd be right with them, you know. And uh, just luck of the draw on that end. But anyway, uh, there a couple of them told me, man, if you next time you kill a bunch of squirrels, bring them to us. I'm like, what are you gonna do with them? I know they're gonna eat them, but I thought, man, what are you gonna do? You know, he's gonna have a big. They is a bunch of neighbors, you know, lived in a bunch of shotgun shacks, and I was gonna say. They told me this at different times at the dollar store and stuff. So they all had the same thing, man. We're going to let our kids skin them, and we're going to cook them, and we're going to eat them. I thought, all right, man, you got it. I said, next time I kill a bunch, they're coming to you. They said, you don't have to call ahead. You don't have to do nothing. Just bring them and throw them out. And I thought, all right. So we went up there, Cynthia, and 
come out and mean put the wallop on them. I don't remember how many we even killed. I know that, I mean, there's a limit, but we, nobody nobody broke the limit, you know. And we went morning and evening, you know. And, I mean, just K-whopped them. And I brought them down there in five-gallon buckets and walked up on one of the porches and knocked on, pecked on the door. And this little kid, man, came up to the door, and she said, did you bring us some squirrels? She said, I'll eat them squirrel brains like it's nothing. I said, yeah, honey, I got all kinds of them. I said, come out here and get them. Well, hey, man, it, they come out like, I mean, I, the, everybody come out of houses, you know, and had a knife and, and stuff, and they, they went to whittling on them squirrels, and they had them cleaned up before I could, before they get done thinking me, it seemed like. They, they, they cooked them, and every time I see them, they're all like, man, please bring us some more squirrels. We ain't that good since. <laughs> I'm like, that's I'm right. Like, man. You know, people, uh, you know, that's another thing. You know, what do you need this for? Why do you need so many? And it was uh, instead of just sitting there say, saying or listening or, you know, this and that, you know, they just automatically, we were inhumane or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but it, it, hey, it's not just squirrel dogs. We, you know, they catch it. You know, if you've seen a, a trailer full of coons, you know, my buddy Jeremy Garner up there, he wallops on the coons, you know. And like he said, if there's six coons up there, he's shooting seven of them. He just loves to kill. And, hey, guess what? He, he's had some nice dogs, and he can do it as much as he wants to because that's, you know, that's, that's God-given right. But uh, like I said, man, it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't matter what you or I do if it makes us happy, you know. I look at it like this. If my dog trees it, I'm going to shoot it. And, and you know, Wade gets on to me all the time, especially especially whenever we was coon hunting. And Buster didn't need any more coons. Man, he, he was just one of the dogs that was going to tree way more than his share. And I'd go in there, and he's like, let's not let's not shoot this one. I said, all right, Wade. And we'd wait on in there, and pow, before I even thought about it. He said, I thought we wouldn't want to shoot this one. I said, man, I... I you better pack the gun, man, because I can't, I can't stop myself. And he's like, man, that's the last thing that dog needed was another one. I said, well, I won't, I won't shoot this next one. Turn him down the fence row and hit tree another one. I'd get to walking in through there. And, and the cool thing about him, man, you could be a hundred yards away. If you could see the coon and shoot it, it fell down. He'd pack it right till you drop and drop it at your feet and turn around and go get another one. And that's and, handy. <laughs> that's old weight. I said. I said, man, I said, I said, there's two cones up this tree. I said, man, I, I can't not shoot one of them. He said, well, shoot the biggest one. I said, well, all right. What it ended up being was a, was a sow that's covered up a kitten. And I didn't know it. I mean, like I said, I was, man, I was probably 30 yards away or something. And just one of them trees you couldn't get, get up close to to see. You know, you just had to be back off of it out in this big field. Wade said, well, shoot one. He said, shoot the biggest one. I said, all right. Well, man, I shot. And I heard it thump, I thought, well, I made a bad shot. I didn't know that the salad was on top. It fell out because, you know, I was too far away. And them eyes just stayed, man, and they looked, they looked big. And I thought, well, right there, I, said, I must have made a bad shot on that. I shot again, stumped it. It fell out and walked over there. And he was coming, Buster was coming across the fence with the first one. And he had mauled, mauled up and dropped it at my feet. And he went over and jumped that fence. I said, well, he's going on. I said, boy, he didn't chew on that in long. And... <laughs> I should have known because he quit barking, but here he come again, dropped the other one. <laughs> Wait, said, well, that farmer's going to be happy. He put these cones out here in this field like that. <laughs> he said, man, I'm so mad I can't stand myself. <laughs> I said, I didn't know. I said, he said, we ain't doing that no more. I said, all right. I think I ended up killing eight or nine that, that night. 
<laughs> every time wait so let's not kill the next one let's not kill the next one i, so get I, it. Stop myself. I like uh i like to shoot too you know sometimes though i don't know sometimes i feel like there's certain dogs that can take that can take the the all the you know the the popping of the game out but i feel like mine works better when i don't give them but like once a hunt one a hunt or every other you yeah. know every other hunt because you know i, I you know I don't, I don't want him just pulling up to be pulling up but you know i want him to go i don't know so it's it's worked better for me and that's you know something that i had to uh I had to grow to <laughs> How do you say it? You know, I had to learn to 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 keep my gun in the truck. Like now, you know, if I'm throwing one out in between jobs or something, I'll you know, I don't even take a gun in my work truck. I'll just throw it out, throw her out, and let her go in there, walk in there, get her, leash her back, and just because it's more about the exercise and the and the getting tree. Because she don't know that I don't, you know, that I don't know that it's up there. She thinks every one of them's up there, you know. Yeah. Well, and, and Demon even operates better uh, as far as not having a lot of game shot out to him. Um, I feel like he makes some trees he wouldn't normally make if he's had a lot. And 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 that's on me, and that goes back to, and I mean, I don't take a lot of pictures of them, but it, it does something to me internally to stack up a tailgate full of squirrels. And, and, I, and I don't know why, um, but I, I can't shake that. Uh, probably never will be able to. Uh, it's like a little tricolor demon pup. He, he's already had way too many squirrels. And uh, well, one day at the Green River, man, he was one in between demon and, and another dog that had won a world hunt. And my guy was like, man, why? Why is this pup treeing squirrels in between ours? He said, is he going with one of them and they're treeing he's following it? And I said, he ain't riding nothing. I said, he, he ain't got enough brains to ride a squirrel. He said, "He said, man, he's got every every tree. He's he's had either a coon or a squirrel." I said, "Man, he's just a wonder pup." Uh, he's like, "Man, he's like, we ain't killing nothing to these older dogs." And he's like, "Man, this dude's in between them and got them." I said, "Man, I said, let's." I said, "Maybe we'll turn them off these trees and and we might stay close enough to see what's happening." And and man, them two dogs, them other two older dogs would be treed. You know, 100 yards apart or 150 or something. Here, this dude was dead center of them and slamming squirrels like it was a money rob. And me and Wade went over one day, and in between Damon and Spider, man, he was just it was squirrel after squirrel after squirrel. I told Wade, I said, man, the, the best dog we got on the ground right now is like my old pup. He's like, I think you're right. I said, well, I said, what's y'all's plans with him? Are you going to uh, single him out and get him – you know, tuned up for like a junior hunts or or or, or what? Well, yeah, that, that that is the plan. Um, I I don't be honest with you, man. I'm not married to nothing, and the only thing that's not for sale at my house is is my kids and me. Everything else can be bought at a price, um, but. I've kind of toned him back on on what I post and and where I go and and who I hunt with and and things and I don't because he he is man he's 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 getting near year old now man he's a freaking nature just loud hard tree dog which I'm I'd say you've seen the videos I was posting 
And and people don't realize, man, that was within the first month the dog had ever been took hunting. All every video that's been posted of him was within the first month, the month and a half of him ever going hunting. And every time, every every time that he treated a squirrel, he was in between two dogs. And I don't mean like tree a couple of trees over. I mean like halfway the distance of the dogs and just doing his own thing. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't really know. I'm gonna. Uh, my hope is, I mean, I hope, I hope to God the finances and stuff holds out, but my hope is, is yeah, uh, USDC hunts and stuff, the bigger ones, you know. Right. Um, I mean, not, not, not knocking NSD by no means. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not. Um, there, there's none really close to me. Um, we had some, but man, you just really, you're not going to get a lot of participation and, it ties you up all day on day, and them guys two hours north will get twenty dogs or so, you know, at least over ten. And them USDC hunts, man, I, I love them nine dog hunts. It's two rounds, and I, I personally hate a three round hunt because you're so killed at the end of it. But them nine dog hunts, that, that's up my alley. I really enjoy them. So that's I what should've... I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm doing with on the. The NSD, you know, I I had that pro hunt last weekend, and uh, I enjoyed it. You know, you have a 18-dog, you know, book your hunt, $300 entry. Well, I think 11 dogs showed up, and uh, so what I'm going to do this next coming year, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna do a nine-dog because, like you said, you can go boom, boom, two rounds and be home by 1 o'clock, you know. Yeah, and then absolutely. Be back with your family, but I'm thinking about doing some hundred dollars or some couple hundred dollar ones, and uh, you know that way you can do that on Saturday, and then you still t- spend time with your folks. And I just and and what I'm gonna do is you know I'm gonna Venmo me or something or cash at me or something. We go pay for these hunts, you know. Uh, yeah. Not that now, not that nobody didn't. I'm not. I'm not. This that's definitely yeah. not a. A, a shame at nobody that didn't pay because everybody paid at my hunt. You know, I wish yeah. that we had some, you know, we had a couple guys, you know, a couple dogs show up, you know, that had come down the day before and their dog looked like crap, they say, and they was like, here, here's my money. I'm not hunting this junk in it. And I was like, man, crap. I was like, man, you already here, you know, hunt. Yeah. But, you know, they didn't, and they were aggravated at their dog. So, and I get that because I'm the first to get aggravated with one. So, oh yeah, and and, and some dogs don't don't haul good. Mm-mm. Just just because your dog looks like a million bucks around the house, don't mess for a million bucks four hours away. That's it. That's it. That's what I was telling somebody about a buddy of mine that just you know he pleasure hunts with me and stuff and. He's like, man, you keep that dog in her, in her in the dog box all day. I was like, absolutely. When I drive to these hunts, she sleeps in there. I was like, I'm conditioning her. <laughs> yeah. So that's right. What I what I plan to do is like, you know, get try. I'm trying to, you know, it's hard to get everybody, you know. But yeah. what I'm trying to do is get people, give us some content to listen to, and then circle back around, you know, in a you know in a few months, six months or so, and then. That tells me, you know, hey, you know, because we, we, you know, because there's no way to get all this talked about, you know, stuff that you and no. I want to do. And 
the crosses that we have in mind. Because next time when I call you, I want to know about these crosses, how how the eight, eight-month-old pup's doing. and You know what I mean? That's what my, my goal is, is to keep this stuff going. And, you know, we're doing a lot of the competition hunters right now, and that's because it's competition season. But, I mean, that you know, the season don't la- – I mean, this, we're out of season longer than we're in season, so – Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to touch on some coon hound guys. Uh, we go do some more deer dog folks after, you know, the season just went out. We'd like to touch on some rabbit dog folks, some hog dogs, but uh, just kind of all walks of life and just see what, you know, whatever's, you know, people want to listen to, you know, because at the end of the day, man, we're not, we're, we're fighting a battle out here hunting these dogs, you know, people, yeah. they don't, they don't want, they don't want our dogs on their property and. It just stinks, man, because these dogs don't know. So, I, I, there's always the best place that you have in the area. There's a guy that's bought an acre or less that thinks he owns everything around him. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And it's always a Yankee. Oh, <laughs> well, I get it. I, I do, man. I get, I get the whole, the whole. You know, okay, so. I don't want my dog on your property. How about that? That's you know, it. but yeah, I can't, my it. dog don't know how to talk to me and tell me, Hey, Chris, I'm fixing to go over here and treat a squirrel <laughs> on Jim Bob's land, you know, and I can't say, no, don't go over there and treat him. Cause he don't like, you, you know, these dogs don't, they don't, they don't know. So, you know, I, I get there's people in the world that probably do turn their dogs out on, on properties that, that, uh, that are not supposed to be turned out on, but, at the end of the day, there's more good apples than bad, so don't mess it up for everybody. You know what I mean? That's it. Uh, I always tell Wade, but so man, let, let's let's try to turn one dog here and one dog over there. That way, that we're not we're not pushing towards this guy's property because he'll he'll do what we call the Yankee stomp, and it's that same walk that everybody when we're any off their property has got the head down and the legs locked and just hard marching towards you. You know. And I'm telling you, I said, man, I get tired of hearing that every day. <laughs> so it, it works out, but sometimes it don't, man. There's just nothing you can do to stop a dog, really, like people think that there is. That's right. That's right. Well, well, brother, we're going to wrap this up, and uh, I appreciate your time, and uh, I'll just be in touch, and you holler back at me, all right? You're the man, buddy. I'll holler. I'm going to keep you that shirt here. All right, brother. Thanks for your Thank you, dude. All right, man. You're welcome. See you, buddy. See you, man. Bye.